0: Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you. This is a podcast about how to grow your podcast audience, about how to make people care about your message, and how to make money while doing it. Bigpodcast.com is the website. This is what I've been doing for years and years. And on this episode, I'm going to go back into my history just a touch to talk about how I got here. This is the audio version of my weekly newsletter. It is called Big Podcast Insider. You'll find it free at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You can get it sent to you if you want. I designed it for you to be able to read it in about five, six minutes, maybe even less than that. On the audio version, which you're listening to now, give you a little bit more perspective on the stories that I cover. This is like an old school audio book. Did you have these when you were kids? You'd read along with a tape, maybe a record even, and they would tell you, when you hear this sound, it's time to turn the page. I'm gonna tell you something similar. When you hear this sound, we're moving to the next article. And here's what we are talking about. We're talking about the practice room. We are talking about how to easily batch your social media videos and other content. So if you're doing any kind of social media content, you're gonna to wanna to listen to this. I'm talking about the Apple Podcasters program. We're talking about what really sets you off when your other podcasters talking about it. We're talking about rules for podcasters. I've got 50 of them. I'm gonna share 13 of them here with you quickly. Give you a link to the other 50. And we're talking about Audacity 3.2. It is here. I'm recording on it. It is free and it is amazing. A lot has changed. I'm going to talk a little bit about that and give you a place to get more info if you want to go deeper. This episode is brought to you by Riverside.fm. You've heard me talk about it, but I'm going to tell you something that you might not know about this program. At its foundation, it is a way for you to record your podcast remotely but it does so much more. If you go back a few months ago, you might remember my interview with Joe Saul Cihai, very popular podcaster. He's got a podcast called Stacking Benjamins. And one of the things that he does before they do a recording of the podcast, because they do it live to tape, that's what we call it. He does a read-through, much like a sitcom has a read-through. They go through everything, make sure the flow is there, make sure everybody's rehearsed, they're ready, then they hit record. Something that he does, much like a lot of sitcoms, is he will bring in other people to listen and participate in the read-through, meaning he's got his biggest fans feeling like they're part of something special. They are watching the rehearsals. You can do that with riverside.fm. They have something called an accessible audience link. You can share the live recording session with anyone, meaning you can let them watch, or if you want interaction from people, so you're letting them hear a rehearsal, "Mm, I'm not sure if that works. Hey, let's check in with our live audience. You guys think this works? Let us know how we can make it better. You could do that, or you could take live calls just like a radio program. There's a lot that you can do with Riverside.fm. That's just one of the things. The bottom line is you're gonna get a reliable connection that records your remote podcast, either with a guest or with other co-hosts. It's gonna sound great every time. You can try it out for free, Riverside.fm. Go in there, test it out, test the accessible audience link, get with your audience, see how they like it. They're gonna feel like they're getting something special. So I know they're gonna like it. We've done this on Music Business Radio. We used to bring people into the studio with us and there was nothing better than having an upcoming musician sitting between me and the producer taking in advice from one of the guests that I've got or letting them be part of the show by letting them ask the guests their questions what they want to that's how you get really connected with an audience is let your audience ask questions anyway you can do this via riverside.fm in addition to getting a great recording of that podcast they make it so easy if you go to riverside.fm you can try it for free test it out run it through its paces See if it works for you. If it does, I've got a discount code for you. It's big podcast, one word, B I G P O D C A S T. Get you 15% off now and forever. 15% off at riverside.fm. Go there and check it out. If you use that accessible audience link, let me know. Maybe I'll feature you on the podcast. I've had a good experience doing that, bringing people into the studio with me. And you can do that remotely now with riverside.fm. The code is Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That gets you 15% off. Riverside.fm, the code Big Podcast. I was in Memphis this week, about three hours or so from Nashville. Went out there for a few days just to chill, just get away. My wife's like, man, we gotta go. Gotta get you out of here. Working on this new book. All you do is record, write. Let's get you away from here. Go down to Memphis. I said, okay. So go down there. And it brings back a lot of memories for me every time I'm in Memphis, because that's where I went to school. I was studying music, commercial music, which is exactly what I did for 25 years. Still do a little bit in the broadcasting space. And one of the things that I was thinking about when I was down there was that I was a guitarist. And that was my identity. That's actually how I got into radio. I went to the campus radio station the first week I was there. My thinking, this is 18 year old David thinking, I thought if I could get on as a jock, That's a whole nother story, I've got it linked. It's newsletter.bigpodcast.com if you want that link. The story that I wanna talk about now, it's also related. This is about how you get good. And this is how you get good at music or it's how you get good at podcasting or public speaking or writing a book. All classically trained musicians know about the practice room. Sometimes you'll hear people talking about the woodshed or I've just got a woodshed, they use it as a verb. This is a time-honored tradition in music. And the woodshed is basically going out to the backyard where you got your wood, (laughs) getting away from everybody and practicing. And in classical music, they've got what you call the practice room. That's a six by eight room, more or less. It's got enough room for a piano. It's got a piano bench in it. It's got a music stand. Maybe it's got a chair for somebody to accompany you. I mean, you don't have to have a piano. The reason that's there is because most music students are gonna play piano you've got everything laid out in front of you. Anyway, my point of mentioning the piano is that is what the room looks like. It is a bare room, much like the room I'm in right now, actually, I'm in a five by eight closet, practice room's a little bit bigger and it's got only the essentials. It's where serious music students go to get better. If you walk by these rooms and there's a hall of them, tons of practice rooms, you will hear people on a horn, on a piano, you'll hear people singing and the constant you will hear in every single room Is a metronome, keeping the time. Click, 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 click. Sometimes it has a different accent on the beat. Actually, I got a metronome right here. Let me pull this out. So that's what you're going to hear. It's basically something that gives you instant feedback. As a podcaster, you will benefit from something similar. I've got a daily practice that I do. I call it the sausage factory. It's free, by the way. You just have to show up. Your investment is just a few minutes every day. And what this does is it gets you behind the mic every day. It gets you improvising every day. It gets you reading every day, thinking on your feet every single day. So when you go into a situation where you're recording something that matters, that read-through like Joe Saul Cihai does, where you've got your audience listening to you as you're doing it, maybe a live event where the stakes are a little bit higher, maybe just recording your podcast. You are ready to take advantage of that. I'm gonna give you the three-step process again. And again, this is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com if you wanna go a little bit deeper into it. First thing you're gonna do is you're gonna set up an account. I suggest anchor.fm, people make fun of it. You're not doing this for notoriety. You're not doing this so anybody's gonna listen to it. This is simply for you to record yourself and I want you to put it out because then the stakes are higher. Again, it's like that live performance. When you know that somebody could listen to you, it makes you up your game a little bit. So you're gonna set up an account on Anchor, doesn't matter, call it something stupid. My dumb podcast, who cares? It's not for people to listen to, it's not for people to find. The only reason I'm mentioning this to you is because I want you to do this with me. This is gonna make you better. You're gonna read something, I've got episode prep that I read, I read Yelp reviews, I read Amazon reviews, I read magazines that I get, you know, I turned 50 this week. You know what I got in the mail? AARP. <laughs> AARP, American Association of Retired Persons. All right, read it, whatever. It doesn't matter what you read, just read something. That's the first step. The second thing that you were going to do is you're going to improvise. And you can do this before reading. You can do this during, after reading. One of the reasons that I like to read episode prep, I'll read daily birthdays, for example. Say, so, all right, Joan Jet. And if that's something I can build off of, I'll tell you a Joan Jett story. And I've got stories about Joan Jett. The first rock and roll cassette I ever had, for one. I love rock and roll. I knew her manager, manager of the Runaways, Kim Fowley. i got a friend down the street. He is her manager now at Blackheart Records. So I've got Joan Jett stories for days. You're gonna have something similar. You read something out of that AARP or Yelp or Amazon, and it's gonna trigger something. Tell a story about it, improvise. That's gonna help you. The other thing I want you to do is I want you to think on your feet. Random questions. You can look up a random question generator. I've got them linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Pull it up, refresh the page. It's gonna ask you a random question. It'll say something like, what is a drink that you could never live without? All right, tell me a story about that. What's a time when you really felt loved? Tell me a story about that. What's a time when you were really depressed? Tell me a story about that. Tell me about your first job. Tell me about your first car, Whatever. The point is, is that you think on your feet and immediately you go into something. This is like table topics for Toastmasters. And when you get good at that skill, you're gonna get good at improvising. When somebody asks you a question, when somebody says something, you're going to be a better co-host, you're going to be a better host, you're going to be a better guest. So those three things again, it's reading, it is improvising, it is thinking on your feet. That is your time in the practice room. You don't have to do it for a long time, you just have to do it consistently. And I'm talking daily, every day, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you got. You're probably gonna find that you start out five, 10 minutes, maybe it seems like it's long. Then you're gonna be able to increase that time. Anchor, they let you go for up to 30 minutes. And there are many times when I will take a topic and I'll just go for it. Is it good? Eh, you know, not really. I wouldn't release it here. I'm not editing it. It's not meant to be released though. It's meant for me to practice. And when you combine that skill, of you showing up every day, every day, every day, it's like that metronome, click, 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 click every day, doing that five or 10 minutes, doing that 10, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you've got. When you are put in a position where it matters, you will be ready. All of this is linked newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I encourage you to try it. If you are trying it, reach out to me. You know how to do that? Uh, glad you asked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. How to easily batch social media videos and other content. This is an easy method to turn a single short form video into something you can use across all major social platforms. It's also gonna give you some ideas on how you can batch your podcast content as well. If you're not using video, this is also going to work for audio content using a service like Headliner, Audiogram. I've got everything you need to know about the size that you need to make the videos, how to customize each video for each outlet. And it's easy, you batch it, you do the work once, you chop it up into different parts, You've got YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram stories. You've got Snapchat, all of it done in a single run. It's easy. Again, even if you're not doing video, you can do it with an audiogram. It's linked newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Audacity 3.2 is here, still free. I'm recording on it now. This episode was edited on it. 3.2, it's a small number, 3.13 previously there's some big changes. It's got stackable effects. It's got non-destructive editing. You can pull the effect right into Audacity. You don't have to go somewhere else to add it. It's great, man. It is great. For a full list of everything that's changed, Audacity Version Updates is a site made by Mike Adams, who runs something called Audacity Bootcamp. I've been using Audacity for 20 years, no joke. Started in 2002, 2003, somewhere around there, around 20 years. I was comfortable with Audacity. I was like, all right, you know, I sound all right on it. Mike Adams took everything for me to a new level. And one of the things that he's doing, I talked a little bit about this last week, is the Audacity version update site. Maybe on an iPhone, we upgraded to iOS 16. There are a lot of changes, right? Audacity is the same way. Apple releases these easy to use videos. That's what Mike is doing. So if you're interested in Audacity 3.2, you want a quick and easy way to record yourself and you want to know how to use it, I've got both these things linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Newsletter rules equal podcasting rules. Perhaps ironic that this is the audio version of my weekly newsletter. I look at a lot of things involving newsletters. I wanna make my newsletter the best. And a lot of what people are doing with newsletters can be transported to podcasting. I'm gonna give you 13 quick and easy rules, but I got 50 of them. All of them are listed, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. But check these out. I've translated these for podcasters. These are going to be important for you and you can utilize them on your next episode. One, solve one specific problem for one specific type of person. Like this podcast, it is for podcasters. What do I talk about? Growing your audience. How to get more people to listen to your podcast, how to have a better and complete message so those people stick around. One specific problem for one specific type of person. For this podcast, growing your podcast audience. Solve one specific problem for one specific type of person. Two, consistency can't be overstated. Now he says, never skip a week. I just talked about consistency, talking about the practice model that I use, the podcast Sausage Factory. I believe in showing up daily, regardless of whether you're releasing your podcast every day, every week, every couple of weeks. You do need to be consistent for people to get to know you and trust you. You got to get those episodes out. Third thing, great podcasting is concise. Cut as many words as possible. Right now, I'm a little over 25 and a half minutes in on this episode, Big Podcast Supercomputer, give me a time check. This is the Big Podcast Supercomputer with a courtesy time check. You are now 15 minutes and seven seconds into this episode. Approximately 40% of the raw tape has been removed. All right, there you go. Great podcasting is as concise as possible. Fourth thing the best way to find your voice is to podcast every day, even for just 15 minutes. What did I just say? get behind the mic. That's where the sausage factory is going to come in handy. You want that radio voice? You want that phrasing? Get behind the mic. I'm going to add something to that. Edit yourself. Go get Audacity 3.2. Listen to Mike Adams. Learn how to use it. It is free. It is easy to use and it will make you a better podcaster. Fifth thing, writer's block isn't about having nothing to say. It's from lacking a repeatable process. One of the things that you can do if you're feeling dry, you don't know where the episodes are going to come from, just start writing down things during the day. I've got a stack of things that I can podcast about when I think, "Eh, I don't know what I'm gonna podcast about. Boom, go back to that stack, good to go. Write your stuff down. You got an iPhone, the Notes app, something like that, whatever. Just make sure when it's hot, when you have that idea, you record it somewhere because you're not going to remember it when it's time. The sixth thing, people love listicles because they're easy to read and can provide immense value. You know what he's talking about, listicles? Look at the cover of Cosmo. All it is is listicles. Six ways to be hotter for your boyfriend. 10 makeup looks that are hot right now. 47 signs that you're thinking about sex too much. <laughs> people love listicles. Get you curious. This is one of them. I've got 13 of these things, but I've got 50 of them linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's look at number seven. Don't underestimate audience feedback. They'll tell you what they want if you know what to listen for. That's why I suggested going to riverside.fm and letting people sit in on your recordings. I'm not saying that you need to let them run the show, but they've got good advice. They're gonna let you know what they want. There is a lot of intelligence in an audience. Listen to them. You don't have to necessarily do it, but do listen, because they've got some great ideas. The eighth thing, promoting your work is necessary, but focus on their desired state versus my ask. This means if you want somebody to rate and review your podcast, for example, if you want somebody to subscribe to your podcast, for example, don't say, I want you to rate and review my podcast because it's all about me, 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 me. And it's my big ego. And I need you to feed that ego by letting me know that I have value. Don't do something like that. If you're asking for somebody to rate and review, if you're asking for somebody to subscribe, let them know the benefits to them, not just the benefits to you. Number nine, don't shy away from being vulnerable. Personal stories are relatable. You do want to be relatable. You want to be what I call approachable. When I worked in the music industry, that was the number one thing that we could do for an artist to make somebody like that artist. Why do people like Lizzo? You feel like you could go up to her, see her on TikTok, whatever. She's got a good balance. She makes us feel like she's one of us. She's something we can strive to. She's confident, but not too confident. She's beautiful, not too beautiful. She's something we can strive to. So don't shy away from being vulnerable. Personal stories are relatable, be approachable. That's number nine. Number 10, podcasts like you talk. It's more fun to record and more fun to listen to. I'm going to add that I think it's more effective. I don't sound like a DJ. Hello. Number 10, podcasts like you talk. It's more fun to record and more fun to listen to. Is that how a DJ talks? That's how a lot of podcasters start. They have that DJ voice. (laughs) That throw up voice. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Don't do that. Be like Lizzo, just a touch up, just a touch up. You're who your audience is, but just a touch ahead of them. Give them something that they can connect to, but also something that they can aspire to. Number 11, always edit before publishing and never after 10 p.m. You do a time check here right now, 33 minutes and 24 seconds. Give it to me, supercomputer. This is the Big Podcast Supercomputer with a courtesy time check. You are now 19 minutes and 22 seconds into this episode. Approximately 32% of the raw tape has been removed. A lot of editing going on in this podcast. Number 12, that said, mistakes happen. You are human. It's all good. You ever made a mistake by releasing a podcast too early? Got silence to the back. Maybe the tracks get mixed up. You're talking over each other. It's not good, but not the end of the world. Let's go back, fix it as soon as you can. Number 13, have fun. Enjoy the ride and your audience will too. Think about people when you walk by, they're having a fun conversation, laughing, cutting up. You kind of want to join in, right? Yeah, man. That's you on your podcast. When you're having fun, when you're enjoying yourself, your audience responds to that. I got 50 of these. If I did all of them, we will be here all day. So I've got them linked. That link is at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Cue the air horn. What's one thing that really sets you off when you hear podcasters doing it? I've mentioned this a couple times, not even thinking about it. But the one thing that sets me off, just want to crack my neck, crack my knuckles, hit that caps lock key if I'm on the internet. You need to edit your podcast. Do not waste your audience's time by talking about stuff that's not related to the topic of your podcast or the topic of your episode. I hear this all the time. Co-host of a podcast, hey, how you doing? Hey, man. You having a good week? Oh yeah, cool, cool. Do anything exciting? Okay, cool. 10, 20 minutes later, they finally get to the topic. Oh man, maybe we ought to get to the topic of what we said we're going to talk about. (laughs) I get it. Look, people can fast forward a podcast. You can do that. It's easy. But why make people jump through all those hoops? Give them the content. If you want to catch up with your co-host after you deliver the content that you promised, do it then. Do it then. Maybe your audience likes that. On the last episode, I talked about know, like, trust, and agree with. Hanging out with your co-host, maybe a post-show show, show, an episode completely separate from your regular podcast episode, maybe that's helpful. But when you lead with it, mm -mm. you're turning people off, man. If you promise how to do blank, you need to deliver how to do blank as soon as possible. So that's what sets me off. This is actually a funny meme that I've got linked. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You're gonna appreciate this. You've got your thing. You can join in on the discussion. It's newsletter.bigpodcast.com. The Apple Podcasters Program. October 2017. Let's go back a few years. Darknet Diaries. Have you ever heard this? It's a great podcast. It's a show that explores true crime of the dark side of the internet. Hacking, data breaches, cybercrime. I love stuff like this. I like documentary film. My wife says, I know. She's sick of hearing me talk about documentaries. You know what I like to watch? Heroin, hookers, embezzlement, smuggling, the underworld. Love it. And that's what Darknet Diary does. Cyber hacking, all sorts of stuff. And don't judge. I'm not the only one who likes this kind of stuff. 2021, 22.9 million downloads. That's what Darknet Diary's got. He regularly gets over 300,000 downloads per episode. He's got over 6,000 patrons on Patreon paying him $20,000 per month, give or take. A little bit more, a little bit less, but it's a solid 20 grand, not bad. You're gonna wanna read his story. The first 45 days with Apple Podcast paid subscriptions. If you didn't know about this, this is the Apple Podcasters program that I'm talking about. Apple allows you to charge for your podcast. Is everybody gonna sign up? No. Are you gonna make some money? Yeah, you are. Would it work for your podcast? Maybe. Let's talk about what your listeners might be willing to pay for. Ad-free listening. Let subscribers focus on the story, not the ads. Earlier in this episode, I talked about Riverside.fm. I try to bring in a story with an ad like that that tells you something related to the topic of this podcast, growing your podcast audience. It's one of the things you can do with Riverside.fm. You're never gonna hear me deliver just an ad. But still, some people don't like ads. Maybe you've heard me talk about Riverside.fm already. You don't want to hear anything else. Some people like ad-free versions. That's one of the things that you can do on the Apple Podcasters program. Some people will pay for additional episodes. You've got outtakes. You've got the post-show show with you and your co-host bantering. Put that as an additional episode. A lot of the hardcore listeners, they're going to want to pay for that. Early access, getting new episodes before everybody else. People will pay for that. Subscriber-only shows. Maybe you've got an entirely new podcast only for subscribers. It's like MTV and MTV2. <laughs> MTV no longer plays music. MTV2, yeah, maybe. But you're gonna have to pay for it. You can do the same kind of thing with your podcast. Podcast 2. Also, archive access. Mark Marin does this, WTF podcast. If you want the archives, you want to go back into his history, you're gonna pay for that. Whether or not you go with the Apple Podcaster program, Patreon, something on your own, these are elements that you might want to consider as far as generating more revenue for your podcast. Is it right for everybody? No, you don't know till you try. Talk to your audience, consider it. If you're not ready to commit with setting something like this up, because it is work, you might want to try something like buy me a coffee, pod inbox. Both of those have one-off options for people to send you money. Hey, you like this podcast? Buy me a coffee. And by that, I mean, you know, they send you five, 10 bucks, something like that. Something as a token of appreciation says, yeah, you know, I like this. So thanks for making it. Everything I'm talking about here, a lot more info. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You want to appreciate this podcast. If you like what you've heard, I want you to subscribe. I want you to make sure that you never miss an episode. And here's how to do that. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That's the URL. Type that in your browser. You've got a link for iPhone, one for Android. One is an RSS feed. And I've got a fourth option, a QR code that you can scan. I want you to steal this idea. When you go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe, check out the QR code. It goes to a mobile-friendly subscription page. It makes it very easy for people to go off the desktop and get your podcast on a mobile phone, which is exactly where you want them. You can take that mobile phone to a car, to the gym, wherever you are. And that's where people listen to podcasts. So check it out, steal the idea, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. And if you really like the show, for the true fans, the hardcore, I don't want your money, but I'd appreciate it if you know other podcasters and you will let them know that this show exists. You can send them to the newsletter, newsletter.bigpodcast.com, wherever. I don't care where you send them. Just send them somewhere. Let them know what I'm doing here at bigpodcast.com. My goal is to help you spread your message and help other people spread their messages. I want to empower people on how to use media and spread some good, positive messages. We got enough crazy media as it is. Let's take back control of the media, spread our messages, spread good. So if you appreciate what I've got going on, do tell a friend, bigpodcast.com. That's where I'm at. You can reach out to me there, subscribe there, Hit the newsletter there. Whatever, everything is there, bigpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.